0: Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick
1: off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And the last couple of weeks, the bug, the bug, the bug. (laughs) so what's going on matt how you doing you doing okay
0: <laughs> i'm doing well we're staying away from that bug the coronavirus and uh we are experiencing lots of lots of activity surrounding uh surrounding it
1: oh yeah them it's uh you know the time we're doing this podcast we are just a uh, well, I guess we're in the third, it was a, It's a five week month for April this go around, but uh, yeah, we're in the third, third and a half. I don't know whatever you would call it week of April. And it's been interesting. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about some things to consider during a down market, some items to consider. But uh, we also want to mention uh, since we've last talked, we, we talked on our last podcast, Matt, about the, the cares act and some of the things that had gone into place. People have been receiving checks since we talked last. So there's been quite a bit of that. Uh, there's been some programs protesting around Lansing. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on in the
0: last two weeks since we chatted. Yes, there certainly has. Yes, people are starting to get those uh, stimulus checks and and direct deposits in their bank accounts and uh, I think that's a a relieving feeling for a lot of them okay, after yeah, being definitely. off of work yep. for so long. Yep. So, yep. And uh, you're right; people are beginning to protest. Uh, well, this this start crazy. Locking it yeah. down for too long. You yeah, know, and I, I got to yeah. get out. And yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: You and I bantered a little bit before we got started, and you know, we're just not designed to be, you know, you know as humans to be, you know, in this. And it's it's new, and everybody's kind of, uh, you know, overall, I think everyone's trying to do the best they can. But I mean, you're throwing darts at a dartboard, trying to figure out the best way to do this. So, you know, we have to all hang in there and try to. Do do the best things we can. And so as we were chatting, we were like, well, let's go over some items that people may want to consider because we're, you know, we've seen a little bit of bounce back uh, on the market, but it's still pretty volatile. You know, it's, it's up one day, still down. It doesn't seem to be eight, 10, 12% a day, like it was for a while, but we're seeing 2% up one day and then 2% down the next and so on and so forth. So what's some items for us to consider, Matt?
0: Well, that's a great question. Um, items to consider when the market is down. Um, there's lots of things that come to mind, but we'll just touch on a few of them here today. When the market goes down, in when we're talking about the market, we're talking about generally the stock market and um, bonds may or may not be affected, but um, stock prices go down. There's some things that come to mind that uh, you as an investor may want to uh, think about, maybe take advantage of some opportunities. A lot of times have got clients that um, might have some excess cash sitting around. They may have been um, saving up for a rainy day, so to speak. And um, so they're looking for some buying opportunities. And, and actually, given the state of the economy, given the uh, short-term dip from the virus, a lot of investors actually are still having quite a bit of confidence that this is going to be short-term and they're They've actually been contacting me to get some money in while the market's low. So a couple of things to consider. Number one would be is if you are going to make that IRA contribution. Now for 2020, the IRS has just, with the CARES Act, they have just rolled back our tax filing date to uh, July 15th. So that also will allow you to get that um, contribution to the IRA for last year in And you have until July 15th to do that. So some people are getting that investing money out and they're, they're putting that money away now while the market's lower and um, they're going to be able to then hopefully ride those stock prices back up when this all shakes out. Right, right. So definitely a buying, buying opportunity for one of your things to do while the market's low. Uh, Second is to consider those assets that maybe need to be repositioned. So
1: like the mix kind of like taking a look at your mix. Yeah. Okay
0: the mix of you know when we work with a diversified portfolio let's say you're a moderate investor and you, you like 50% of your money is is allocated towards stocks or equities and 50% is allocated towards fixed income or bond style investments so if your mix is 50-50 and you're a client with us we monitor that and we make a point to rebalance the portfolio to keep you at a 50-50 blend so during this time, stocks have taken a 20 to 30% drop for most investors, unless you're real conservative. It's maybe more like a 10, 10 to 15%. But nevertheless, usually when we, we have, see those parameters fall beyond a few percent, beyond 5%, it triggers us to say, hey, now's the time to go ahead and rebalance the portfolio. Why? Well, the main reason you rebalance portfolios is to control risk. If you're a 50-50 investor and the market dips, it also, the other thing you can do is you can buy equities while the prices are lower. So if this if, if equities or stocks have taken a 20 or 30 percent slash in prices, I always say, ladies, this is just like when your favorite store is having a sale of 20 percent off or a 30 percent off sale. So the stock market's on sale right well, now. Ladies, what
1: are you talking about? I'll, I'll take advantage of 30%.
0: <laughs> I know you will, Mark. I don't want to mention the places you go, though. <laughs> oh, oh. oh he's, he's got the jokes
1: today, folks. Anyway. <laughs> so,
0: so, yeah, but when prices go drop lower, again, it's a, a time to buy, but we do it systematically with the portfolio. We do it with discipline. We, we're not going to be real emotional about it, but when when the portfolio falls beyond those parameters, It's a time to rebalance. And so we sell off the fixed income. We buy the lower priced equities and we get you back to that 50-50. But what in essence you've done is you just bought while prices are low on the equities and you've sold while prices are relatively higher or stable still with the fixed income. And so that's how you make money too is buy low, sell high.
1: Now, Now, Matt. And, and this type of thing, though, obviously, you, you want to make sure that's going to work well within your plan. You don't want to just say, oh, the market's down. I want to pump money in without talking to your advisor and making sure you know, that that works within the strategy that you guys have, right?
0: absolutely yeah. um don't just uh, yeah that, willy, that's a good point, don't nilly, just, right <laughs> don't just willy nilly your cash and say okay i don't uh, i'm i'm going to get in while the market's low cuz no there is real volatility so yeah. really when you take that cash out this should be buying for the long term cuz this will take a while to probably get back to where we were before but it's a heck of a great time to to really say hey where can i make 20% or 30% of my money there's a real good opportunity that you you'll do that in the next 18 to 24 months if you're investing in the market now. So, um, okay, but yeah, but the rebalancing is part of the systematic thing sure. that we, we do. So right. we're and, monitoring and that for you. So while you, while that question might be going through your mind while you're sitting at home watching the news saying, well, what are, what, what are we actually doing? You're going to see confirmations coming through that we may actually made trades. In your portfolio to uh, take advantage of that
1: okay and then i know a lot of times people you know have have it seems like we just get never ending on the question of conversions you know and so there seems to be a lot of different information and thoughts out there we know you shouldn't convert during a down market uh roth can i guess i'll be saying convert to a roth right versus uh you should do it when it's down so can you give us some thoughts or insight on that doing conversions
0: Yes, that's another good point. Um, One of the things that we've, and I've actually had a couple of folks that are um, considering doing this. When you convert money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, what in effect you're doing is most of those traditional IRAs being, I put my money in pre-tax before, you know, taxes were taken out, or I got a tax deduction when my CPA told me, Hey, go and get an IRA for the year so you can take a tax deduction. Well, when the IRS, the IRS says, and we're used to be 70 and a half, and now that's bumped up to age 72, we have to take a required minimum distribution, or we have to take an amount out of that IRA, pay taxes on it. For a lot of investors, and if, especially if you're younger, I really do anticipate uh, we're going to be in a higher tax bracket when we're older, just because of the social programs and right. the national deficit we have. So it might be a good time. These are the lowest the tax brackets have been probably since most of us that most of us have seen. Yeah, I would think Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So if we take out money, we want to look at our current tax bracket and then now's a good time to consider, well, the value of our IRA may be lower. There's not as much taxable income to do a conversion. So if we convert, what we're doing is we're taking out of the traditional IRA. We take a chunk of money and we, we convert it to Roth. The Roth IRA is established with after tax money and, provided that you meet the five-year rule in 59 and a half, you'll never pay taxes on that money again. So the, the idea is um, do a Roth, do a conversion to a Roth IRA right now while the market's down and your IRA that was maybe 200,000 is maybe worth 160. If you look, if you're down 20%, um, you can, you can take out less money, but you can convert the, convert the IRA all, at, all at once. So check your tax brackets. You definitely don't want to Necessarily bump yourself up into a bigger bracket to do it, but I always tell clients to double check with their accountant or their CPA to run a mocks tax return and say, What happens if we convert $60,000 this year? How will that impact me from a tax perspective this year? Right, and, right. And, and then, uh, so that's another consideration while the market's down. The value of your IRA is down. So, do I want to do a conversion? Can we afford to do a conversion? Right. Especially those of you that have been laid off, you're going to have probably a little bit less taxable income again this year. So now might be the ideal time to, to do this.
1: And, and I think that's where maybe the confusion kind of starts, right? Because we sit there and think, well, our you know our investments are down. Maybe we maybe we shouldn't because we you know we're locking in by selling or whatever the case is. So I think that's where people get confused. So I'm glad you were kind of able to bring that up and, and discuss that with folks. Is there anything else yeah. that we should consider? Um, yeah, well, there's,
0: there's one other thing in my mind, but just to follow up and piggyback with what you just said. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we're not necessarily selling while the market's down because what you're going to do is you're going to take those converted assets and you're going to reinvest them back in the market. And in fact, you right. can keep the same risk objectives. Um, but the, the idea is you're taking it from a taxable vehicle and you're putting it into a tax-free vehicle from now on. You're just going to pay the tax this year. While the market's low and hopefully if if you were affected at all and your income is down, that would be a plus to, to doing a conversion. So,
1: yeah. And, um, and and I can see where people get confused with it. So I'm glad, again, I'm glad that you were able to kind of, you know, share some of that information because there is so much stuff going on. People just, you know, it gets overwhelming. So it's, that's one of the reasons we do the podcast to try to share information that, with folks.
0: That's the reason. And we want to share the information. And I, you know, uh, <laughs> I like to draw pictures for clients because really pictures kind of help solidify some of the ideas that we're talking about. So yes. if you have a tough time listening over the podcast, definitely give us a call. We'd love to illustrate that and actually take a look at your individual tax uh, situation. So it may be a good idea. It may not be a great idea right. to convert, too. So you just got to look at your every independent situation. And this is not tax or legal advice for you come and call me and we'll meet one-on-one and that's where we'll do your analysis.
1: Yeah. And if you want to reach out to him folks, it's nine eight nine four zero one two nine forty nine. 2949 that's nine eight nine four zero one two nine four nine. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, any other little items to consider during a down market? We talked about uh, potentially investing more again, if it works within your plan uh, because you know, stock prices are down or, you know, conversions, any, any other items that we might want to consider or think about.
0: Well, there's absolutely one other thing that it, that goes through my mind and okay. and um, if you're if you've got an investment that isn't performing really well for you or maybe uh, it's time to just revisit and relook at the allocation or what I want to be invested in while the market's down, now's a good time to consider those assets that are non-qualified. What I mean by non-qualified is they're not in a qualified retirement program like an IRA or a Roth where so a good a good example is if you have a mutual fund account and you get taxed as you go. You know, you get that ten ninety nine on the on the mutual funds. We just did an analysis for somebody this past week, and um, they have an individual account that they invest in the market. And with the market being down, as far as it was, uh, this was more of a recent investment, a couple few years ago. Um, this person didn't have a lot of capital gains left in the account. And um, so if you're thinking about repositioning or selling and maybe buying some other investments, now's a good time to consider that because if you have a 20 or 30% market dip, there's a very good chance the capital gains that were once there that you were going to have to pay taxes on when you sold might be a capital loss at the given time. So if I had a $150,000 investment and it's down to $130,000 currently, that's a $20,000 loss. So if you actually sell it, reposition it, and keep it invested, what happens is you actually realize that loss in the year 2020. Mm -hmm. So for tax purposes, at the end of the year, when you get that 1099, you'll actually show a loss. Now, there's a very good chance some some mutual funds are going to distribute capital gains, even though the market was down this year. We just don't know what the end of the year looks like. But selling and repositioning might be a good way to realize a loss and it'll offset other income that you've received or it may off- offset other capital gains that you have. So we call that tax harvesting or where we look at your situation and we look at how do I reduce my taxes on my current current situation. And right now selling out of an asset that uh, maybe isn't performing so well or maybe I want to reposition might be a good idea. So just give us a call. We can help you analyze what kind of gains are in that account or losses, and and is, is it worth looking at to reposition right now?
1: All right, folks. Well, there you go. That's going to do it this week for us on the podcast. But as always, please reach out and talk to Matt. Talk with a qualified professional before you take any action on anything you might hear from this show or any others. You should always run that past your advisor on how it will work with your plan and your situation. If you don't have a plan or an advisor, Matt is here to help. And of course, you can reach out to him at 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. Do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so yet Monday with Matt. Just search Mondays with Matt on Google or uh, Google Play, I should say, I guess the Google podcast or Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, and you can also go to the website, which is Matt's website, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. While you're there, go to the uh, slash podcast. You'll see the link for the podcast. Click that and you can follow it that way as well. Matt, thanks for your time, my friend. Even with the jokes, I still appreciate you.
0: <laughs> thanks a lot mark and thank you all for listening yeah definitely give us a like and a subscribe if you if you like what we're doing here um and also you can find us on facebook i don't we don't mention that often but facebook.com slash great lakes retirement solutions inc and oh, okay and our uh, facebook go. page yep. so um definitely reach out and and like and follow us there too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate you, Matt. Stay safe. Everybody stay sane as well out there. Uh, Don't forget to follow on Facebook and all those good things. And we'll be back with more Mondays with Matt. You can have a cup of coffee and listen to us chat about who knows what it'll be next week, but I guess you could probably take a good hint at what it might be. So (laughs) we'll at least have part of it in there anyway. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt with Matt Starkey of Great Lakes Retirement Solutions.